Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am one of your hosts and guides, L.T. Thornton. And of course, I'm joined by my always faithful and beautiful and dashing. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> That's right, that's my co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, homie? Forgot to look up a new word to call you this week. <laughs> so good. Bro, this is the one we've been waiting for. Oh Six man, so many long making. weeks. So many long weeks. We are going to let you guys know a little bit about what that is. But first, we have to tell you that our mission on the TalkCast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews, whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever. Whatever. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. Woo. Yeah, like I said, or like Steve said, I'm sorry, big week. Yeah, man. Big week. Uh. Guys, we have so much to cover this week, uh, so let me give you a little taste of what we are going to be talking about on the show. First and foremost, we are going to be hitting you with full spoiler reviews for Space Jam and Loki. So, prepare yourself. If you have not seen that, you may want to postpone this episode until you've had a chance to uh, watch either one of those. But we will be going into full spoilers for both Space Jam and Loki. Uh, We are also going to talk about uh, some of the releases that come out this Friday, both in the theaters and on uh, streaming a little bit. Big week. Uh, We kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I just want a refresher. I don't know if it's a big week, but it's definitely an interesting week. So it it warrants discussion. Hmm. That's how you feel. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I didn't think you were going to take offense to that oh. statement. <laughs> as well as I finally had a chance to uh, see the Transformers War for Cybertron series on Netflix. Actually, the first series and Earthrise, the second series. And I believe Kingdom comes out in a week. That's right. That's right. Uh, so we're just going to have a little brief discussion on those. But uh, before we get into all that, Steve, how are you doing? How was your week? Man, it's good. It's good. Got some got some stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, can't wait to dig in because <laughs> I, I, we haven't talked about it. But yeah. I need to know what you thought about Space Jam A New Legacy. So <laughs> I am so anxious going into this. We didn't. You didn't even discuss it on our group chat, which is no, which is something uh, to that. It's tough to do. I it's the Space Jam. I will give you guys a teaser. It's it's very tough to grade because there are a lot mm-hmm. of. Conf, I'd say there are about three conflicting opinions, uh, with each other kind of battling in myself for this. Well, let's just go. Let's just let's just start off where we're where we were going to start, and we'll get there because I can't take it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So let's go ahead and talk about a little bit about what is coming out this weekend. So first, we've got M. Night Shyamalan's Old, Mm -hmm. 
which has a very interesting trailer. It seems right up Shyamalan's alley. It's got water. It's got something weird happening that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's got dead people. And definitely has dead people. Uh, doesn't look like there are any mermaids or uh, trucks. It's got kids. So it definitely has kids. It has kids that turn into older kids. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Are you going to go see it in the theater? No, probably. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> I don't like Shyamalan that much. Come on, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I have seen uh, movies like Lady in the Water and uh, The Village. And I saw both of those in the theater, so I'm not rushing out. We're just going to have it, to see what It kind of feels about. like those vibes, doesn't it? It does. Like the, it does, and I'm hoping we get something a little better, like a Sixth Sense or a, a, what was that movie with uh, Mel Gibson? Signs. Signs, like a signs yeah. kind of thing. So we, yeah. hopefully it's better than The Village, please. Yeah. I would say uh, hopefully it's baby, maybe something a little more better, like um, more better. That's not even how that's phrased. Uh, uh, more better. More better. More better. More better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the uh the Shyamalan film with the grandparents and it was the kids and they were over the grandparents house was that Shyamalan movie that was a Shyamalan movie where they ended up not being their grandparents spoiler alert oh well I didn't know that because I haven't seen that movie so yeah uh the visit that's what it was the visit, yeah. The visit, I'm hoping yeah. it's closer to something like the visit because I heard the visit was really good. Yeah, and it was, it was kind of the first return to form for Shyamalan. Can I tell you something about the visit? <laughs> so I'm sure. thinking Shyamalan, right? No big deal. Yeah. No big yeah. deal. Uh huh. Why did my 11 year old cry? <laughs> you, why did you take your 11 year old to see a Shyamalan it, it movie? It was on whatever streaming service, maybe Amazon oh. or something like that. And we're watching okay. it, and like that's just how that's just where kids are right now, right? They just soft. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I was eleven, man, I can't tell you what the things I saw. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, I feel like we had thing. this discussion with one of our guests. <laughs> yeah, I th- I feel like that's a good thing though, man. I just I don't know because you know I'm broken, so yeah, we're shattered Thanks, people, Mom and Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, so this has nothing to do with Shyamalan, but uh, there was a YouTube channel called Meat Canyon. I do not want to actually promote this channel. I do not recommend anybody go on YouTube and look up this channel. Dude, Just don't by do you by, by you saying the name, I know, and I know, saying I don't want you I to know. look at it, but I can't that tell makes you this story. Look at it more. I know, but I can't tell you this story without <laughs> saying like what it is like it's okay if you pull it up and you look at a thumbnail you're gonna see the thumbnail and be like Mm-mm, nope but uh i i i don't subscribe to this channel or anything but occasionally it pops up in my feed and i watch something I, and i knew the video was gonna be like jacked up before i even clicked on it and sure enough it was horrible and made me feel awful in my soul. So what I don't know what's broken about me that I had. Right now. Don't look at it. Just well, don't I, click like, on it or watch it. How would I even do that? How would I even not look at it? What is this? Just don't do it. That's Don't do it. 
I'm telling you, it's it's wrong in the worst ways, and I'm telling you not to watch it. Okay, I'm telling all of our listeners, like I, I'm glad that you have enough faith in me to at least pull up the video and look at the thumbnail, but don't click on that and don't watch it. I, it, it will I don't ruin your day. Watch it. I'm freaked out already. <laughs> <laughs> it will ruin. It will ruin your day. It legit ruined my my and my wife's nights uh, like a month ago when we watched one video. We were like, oh, why am I watching this? And I watched it to the end because I'm a shattered which, person. Which one did you watch? Don't know. Come on. But I got to know. The Willy Wonka one. Oh, I had. I was hovering over it. That, <laughs> that one looks safe. No. That's it's the, the worst. R.I.P. Wabbit season that has me freaked out. No, no. Okay, that, the Willy Wonka one's way worse. I'm yeah, don't do that, <laughs> guys. Don't be like Steve in this scenario. So anyway, <laughs> when you to. said I'm a shattered My brain person, does not work that way. When when you said I'm a broken person, I was like, uh, there's different levels to this broken stuff so you know have fun well i'll tell you but anyway oh man yeah yeah yeah. no 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 no. go ahead ahead. Uh, okay so (laughs) i recently came across across a tiktok because you know i'm 45 and on the tiktok so and i really Mm -hmm. felt this dude and he was kind of talking about the same thing we're talking about and he Mm -hmm. was uh watching some tiktok and this kid was like oh man this is really terrible it gave me nightmares and it was something so so not upsetting but then yeah. that that kind then he was like well you know when i was he said he was 40 something he said when you know when i was your age the internet was like the wild west yeah <laughs> and i don't know if you remember but there's tons of websites that were so easily accessible that we should mm-hmm. have never been able to see that stuff. 100%. And 100, 1000%. Yeah, and it's just there now. Like you you can't get rid yeah. of it. Yeah. Now look uh, at I see your face. You were like reminiscing. <laughs> I spent a considerable amount of time on early 4chan. So yeah. let's talk about the true yeah, man. deaths of the internet. Um I I had to leave that website alone i saw some things that i'll never be able to unsee um that will stay with me forever so in comparison to that this meat canyon stuff is nothing but at (laughs) the same time (laughs) being like 10 to 15 years removed from that it's also like oh geez this oh this (laughs) is this is awful back to the point i think it's better yes i think it's better for my kids, I think it's better for everyone else's kids. If my kids don't see this, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, my my yeah. oldest son, who's 17, just mm-hmm. last week watched his first rated R movie. That's a oh. real thing, and it was because he didn't ever wanted to. Yeah, yeah, wow. I mean, you know him, you know, he just mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. not on it. So, I don't know, uh, you know, to each their own, yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know what approach I'm gonna take yet. Part of me wants to not filter in that way, but part of me is like, maybe I should protect a little more than I was protected. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. And luckily, yeah. luckily, my wife is like, 
absolutely not. We're not watching that. <laughs> and I'm like, why not? It's PG-13. Yeah. And she's like, she'll look at me like, you don't remember what's in this movie? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I binge keep, watched. Like, <laughs> I binge watched five Freddy Krueger movies in one afternoon. You can't tell me. <laughs> oh yeah, Gremlins is terrible for kids. That is it though. It, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the answer is yes, but at the same time, is, is it though? <laughs> it's just Gremlins never like that, traumatized right? me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yes, we have Shyamalan's old. We have we also have Snake Eyes comes out this weekend. Yeah, I thought yeah. this movie was months away. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, we're on top of it. <laughs> not that I anybody have not really paid cares. attention. <laughs> Which is sad because they're trying, but it just yeah. looks very generic. And, and part of me is like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know more about Snake Eyes. I want to see him show up and cut some cool stuff in half mm. and do like ninja things. Patton Oswalt. I don't know if I I, I, I I don't want to know where the things I love came from. I just want <laughs> to have the things I love. Like that's it. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, trivia question for sure. movies. Has there ever been a good movie that has origins in the title? <laughs> I'm struggling. And yet they still churn them out. Uh, They're like, oh, this is the origin of this character. We put it in the title. Ooh, at this point, that's a quality check. Look at all the other origins and tell me which one has worked. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, The actual word origin in the title? In Snake Eyes? I'm saying, like, does it have to have that in the title? Or can it, it be... It has to have... Okay. Then zero. It has to have the word zero. origin. Zero good movies? <laughs> <laughs> zero. Zero good movies. Because I was thinking, like, you know, maybe something like X-Men First Class, because that's kind of an origin movie, mm-hmm. but the one with the actual origin in the title was the yeah. literal worst. Yeah. That was Wolverine Origins. Uh yeah, so I don't I don't think there is a single one. <laughs> Not a single one. I at least I couldn't think of one. I would love to know yeah. if Why, there's one. What marketing genius was like, let's take a cue from X-Men Origins Wolverine, but we'll flip it and we'll call it Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origin. See, it's at the end down, that makes down. it better. look how we winning (laughs) yeah snorts line of coke (laughs) yep Yep. that's the game plan (laughs) I don't understand here's the deal why don't you just start making movies with the original canon it's what worked there's some goofy stuff going on in in the original series of these TV shows and cartoon series, just do that. Yeah. And you can be goofy then. Like, G.I. Joe had its goofy stuff. Transformers, they went to Camelot in one episode. Yeah. Like, it's well, just... 
No. And as we will discuss when we get to Loki, sometimes that goofy stuff yeah. wins can hardcore. Pay. Can pay. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> like nobody, nobody was. Sometimes you on... just embrace it. Yeah, just <laughs> lean into it, but don't don't start off like studio weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's all I want to say. That's fair all. enough. Uh. The last thing I want to bring up is Netflix has uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation coming out this weekend. You are something else. That thing is a juggernaut. Do you really think juggernaut is the term to use? I do. I mean, I think it looks great. As someone that was born in the 70s, that is a yeah. juggernaut. I, it do looks you think it's so gonna... good. It's a Kevin Smith. It looks amazing. I know. I know it looks really good, but do you think it's going to move numbers like that on Netflix? I hope so. I hope so. No. Maybe. <laughs> no. I think it's niche, you know? I do think that. You know, I don't... In a way, it's niche. I don't think a lot of people are going to pick it up like, say, an Invincible, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it has to be really, really good while also still appealing to kids. I, it's it's got it's, it's tall. Ta- I mean, I, I have, I mean, I, I'm saying it's tough to to pull in like really super significant numbers. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I really do. But you know, it's got to even hot live up to numbers of like, what, Voltron mm. or, I mean, uh, I don't think it's going to pull in Avatar. We're talking about so it's got to live up to that. That made the top ten, and I want to say it was even in top three when that yeah. came out. So. Avatar The Last Airbender was in their, like, top five for, like, weeks. Like, an entire month. I don't know if it can pull those numbers off. Yeah. But we're going to see. I'm going to watch it. I am excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking And luckily, Netflix drops bingeable stuff. So, you know. You know what else they got this week is the movies that made us two. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yep. Mmm, I... Yeah, that episode they did on Die Hard was... <laughs> that was uh, the Christmas one. That was with the Christmas movies that made us, I believe. If I'm not was mistaken, it? was I it? I thought that was in the... F- no, that was no, in the first right. movies you're that right. made us. Yeah, you're right. Because it was the first episode of the first series, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is what I'm going to watch. Well, let me break down that. what's on this one. Because okay. I'm pretty excited about it. So, Jurassic okay. Park. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. you already started with really good. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Uh, I don't know where this one came from. Pretty Woman. What? <laughs> <laughs> but as a pop culture reference, you know, it's still it, though. It's still there. I mean, even even in some of the more edgier sketch comedy, they've referred to it, even on Chappelle's show. Sure, but do you know how much longer it took me to get to be able to watch Pretty Woman before, like, some of like. Back to the Future, That's or... That's Disney's prostitute like, movie. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts was oh. the prostitute princess. <laughs> <laughs> Just sip your water, please. Sip it. <laughs> and we I have no words in this episode. Or in this season. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Forty Forrest, I would... I would... I don't know about... I mean... I'll watch all of them, but I'm the 
Pretty Woman just doesn't seem like it fits with the other three, you know? Well, I mean, not maybe not for us. I get it. You know, it was a huge movie at the time. Richard Gere, Julia Roberts, Jason Alexander. I mean, it was massive. Yeah. So Yeah. I know, I know that it was. I just you don't hear about it talked in the same breath as like some of these other movies, I think. Well, I mean, even Forrest Gump is a little bit weird because yeah. we're talking about wasn't that, that that was nominated, right? Did anybody win anything for uh, that? Forrest Gump won Best Picture. They beat it yeah, beat that's out, what I thought. Uh, Pulp Fiction in '95. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a lot of good stuff coming out this weekend. Good stuff coming to Netflix. Uh, let us know if that should be a recurring segment, if we should check in with you guys on mm. what is hitting streaming this weekend. Yeah. Because we may need to check in on that a little more often. Yeah. But uh, let's let's go ahead and get to our next story. And that is, uh, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because sure. Steve has been telling me forever I needed to watch Transformers War for Cybertron, uh, the first and second series on Netflix. So this is, what, Transformers War for Cybertron See? and then Transformers. Siege, that's right. Transformers War for Cybertron, Siege, and Transformers War for Cybertron, Earthrise. Um, Now, both of these are on Netflix. Both of these, they're like, what, 30-minute episodes? If that. 30-minute episodes, and there's only six episodes. I was going to space them out, watch, you know, maybe one or two episodes a day. I ended up binging, like, all of it over the course of, like, maybe a day and a half. It's really easy to watch. It really yeah. is. And yeah. It doesn't, it feels like it goes quick. And I, I don't know if there's just not, I just want more. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I definitely want more. Um, I just found it so interesting because I feel like this is the best characterization of a lot of the Transformers that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This is the most flawed and, conf- and believably conflicted Optimus Prime that I've ever seen. And now even I kind of understand the whole ordeal with like retrieving the AllSpark and Optimus kind of feeling like he needed, you know, he, he's, I, I get why he sent it out. And then yeah. that kind of heavy regret. That immediate that heavy regret. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I mean, I just wanted to talk about it with you because, I mean, I guess part of me has just like questions and and also just kind of share it with other people like, man, if you're not watching this show, I think you should check it out. Yeah, if you're a fan at any point in time, I feel like I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Yeah. Disjointed faction of Autobots, you know, Mm -hmm. where some are have split off and want to do their own thing. And some maybe have become Decepticons, some maybe some maybe Decepticons have felt left behind by this movement for Megatron. That was one of the deepest parts, bro. That was mm-hmm. crazy. It's just and then, that was and then to see Megatron's regret. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> and even like his hesitation mm-hmm. when they were like, hey, we're gonna reformat all of the Autobots. He was like, hmm, let me think about it. It took an aggression or an escalation from the Autobots in mm-hmm. that pushed Megatron way over to the extreme, yeah. which I just found so freaking interesting. And I, I also loved what you said about the Decepticons kind of being um you know, some kind of feeling left behind. Yeah. I thought it was so interesting seeing like a Decepticon uh, convert to being an Autobot and not through like 
what I've seen on other shows through like the power of friendship or something, mm-hmm. you know, like, but just feeling like you left me behind to die. Right. Yeah. And like they helped me or they did. Right. They didn't kill me. Right. Or my friends. <laughs> right. Was, yeah. Was, or cool. I signed up for Decepticon kind of supremacy, but I didn't set, I didn't sign up for Autobot extermination. Yes. Like, that kind of conflict. I was like, isn't it deep? And then to see like some Autobots, like, nah, I, yeah, I don't want any part of this war. I'm helping everyone. Right, right. And even even some of the Autobots view, and, and some of the non-affiliated Transformers viewing Optimus Prime as an outlier extremist. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> right. Like he's that the is rebel. Insane. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like. Characters that I got way more invested in that I never thought I would like Ratchet. Yeah, his whole deal with like, um, like you know, screw you, Prime. I do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was it was done in such a way. He's like, Prime, you made this thing so much worse than it was. Yes. Uh, because you know <laughs> you you had to stick to these ideals or whatever these mm-hmm. unachievable ideals. Um, you don't have any solutions. You just have, you know, dreams and ideals and, yeah. and Optimus kind of sticking with that. And even like the brotherhood between um, Ultra Magnus and yeah. Megatron. Deep. Was like <laughs> super deep. I know. Super deep. It Ultra Magnus so defecting. Yeah. Ultra Magnus defecting just because he wanted to try to negotiate something with uh, Megatron, but then overhearing some of Megatron's plan without content. It was just, I was blown away by the level of yeah. thought put into the show. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you you had one major issue with the second season. I do. What, I do. And that's Skylinks. Sky Skylinks. Because <laughs> I think it's so worthless. <laughs> So, in the TDW canon, I believe that's where that came from, uh, Skylinks was a traitor to the Autobots uh, and Decepticons, and he was bank- or he was sent to, effectively, the Phantom Zone. And that's kind of where yeah. they have him in this one, too. Uh, yeah. He's just kind of hanging out, you know, yeah. spread, sprinkling words of wisdom on whoever will listen. But I just yeah. think it's so it's so yeah it could be done without that's all that's all I don't like the character don't like the 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 robot just don't <laughs> like it just don't like it never did thought the toy yeah. was stupid too yeah no that I think that that's fair I was confused by your aversion when Skylinks was mentioned I was like oh that was a lot of <laughs> gross hatred of Skylinks here it's just a weird but, thing. And later he brings in the fallen, like it's, and then wrecks everything. Yeah, but it, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I hope that they kind of get to that point, or maybe there'll be a second trilogy or something. But who knows? Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, one character I did not know about at all before this series was Alpha Trion. Mm. I, I had no idea Alpha Trion existed as a kid. I want to know so much more about what Alpha Trion even was. Also, this show finally got me to understand what the hell the Quintessens are. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> I've I've seen them pop up before, but I've always been like, what the hell are the three-headed things? 
five. What what is their significance to Transformers? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so cool. I'm sorry, right? five. I'm sorry, five. Yeah, Four? it's very cool. Uh Four? so maybe. I don't know. War? Four. Yeah, yeah. Let's give me more. Also, real quick question before we move on. Uh in the second season, the kind of um the 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 other they weren't Decepticons, but the other Transformers the that were working yeah. with the Qu- Yeah, what was that symbol? What are they? Um it's it's mercenary. I don't remember what they're called. Uh, oh, jeez. And it's canon too. It, they've okay. been there. Forever. I just didn't. Yeah. But okay. double dealer, sound I was just blaster. Like, okay, yeah, what? All of those. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great, and they keep growing bigger and bigger and bigger too. So and you'll you might even see some in Kingdom. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kingdom is the next series that comes out, I believe, on the 29th. 29th. Uh, that right. was what even got me. The, yeah, that's what pushed me into getting caught up with this series because they're involving the Beast Wars, and as I've stated on this podcast, Beast Wars are my favorite iterations of Transformers, and all I saw in the trailer was Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime uh, clashing in a fight. And I said, well, <laughs> that's that's all I needed to see. Yeah. Another thing that, that was I all I needed to see about Earthrise is how they're foreshadowing Galvatron in a way that makes it seem like an internal monologue for Megatron. Like pushing him in a direction. Yeah, like that's a, what I was. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was kind of confused. Like, is this a future thing? Is this a split personality? Um, you know, he just kind of digitized and then showed up, and I'm like, oh, what? Yo, is Galvatron just showing up? What? I was so, I was confused, but I was intrigued, and I was like, okay, they're gonna give me it. And then the freaking, yeah, yeah, the the freaking golden disc shows up, and I was like, the golden disc? (laughs) That was so huge in Beast Wars. I was just, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to gush on that for a second. But let's go ahead and move into our first of two reviews. And our first review will be for... And remember, this is a full spoiler review. So if you have not seen it yet, either (laughs) skip past this or uh, go ahead and um, come back to this episode once you've seen it. But full spoiler review for Space Jam, A New Legacy. So... Uh, I will say I watched this once. Uh, this was yesterday. I saw it with my kids. So maybe didn't get to catch every single thing that happened. However, uh, this this movie has me highly, highly conflicted in many ways. In, in, in three main ways. Three main ways. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on it first. You want my thoughts on it first. Okay. I want okay. your thoughts. Um, I went into this movie... With all of the negative comments from the internet. Gotcha. So you read all the negative comments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say all of them. I just knew that they existed. Like, I just knew yeah. that I felt like they were more negative than positive, And I knew that there mm-hmm. was some kind of conflict there between the two. Like, we got a lot of uh, publications reviewing it, and they were negative. Mm-hmm. And then p- mm-hmm. the actual people that were watching were like, what are you talking about? Like, what yeah. do you want? And that's yeah. where I am, okay? Okay. Th- there has to come a point, right, where we have to mm-hmm. say, well, you know, maybe, just maybe, this movie isn't for us, right? 
maybe it's not for me being 45. Maybe it is for someone that's, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. But this movie is for me. Okay. There was a point in the movie <laughs> where it was like Uggs and eye rolls. And yeah. then it somehow switched to where I'm laughing until the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah. So that that's kind of my conflict. And it wasn't anything smart that I was laughing at. It was yeah. just a lot of dumb humor. For instance, Wiley e. Coyote, that whole thing just cracked me up, man. <laughs> I don't know why. I it would just hit something like some something from, you know, 35 years ago. It just hit me and I was like, that is what Looney Tunes are supposed to be. Yeah. You know that that yeah. whole machine with him splitting into the different that was funny to me. And then yeah. also when the Monstars wrapped up Roadrunner and put him on a plate, that was funny. The, I just... You I, mean the Goon Squad. The Goons... Oh, excuse me. What did I say? The, the Monstars. Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Goon Squad. Let me ask, what is your relationship to the first Space Jam? I've watched it several times. That's it? I've watched it several times. <laughs> no love in your heart for the original it, Space Jam? Well, I'll tell you... Ah, this is going to be so unpopular. I actually like the second one better than the first one. I felt like some, because it hasn't been that long since I've watched the first one. It was probably December, January-ish, right? Because there was yeah. a sale on it, so I bought it on Voodoo. But mm-hmm. I, some of the things in that movie are so weird. Yeah. And this this just feels better to me for whatever reason. It feels funnier. And it doesn't feel like I have to regret laughing at anything. Basically, Lola Bunny. Because I thought that that was really... Like, when you shine a light on it, like it does in this movie, to where yeah. she's just a good basketball player, and now she's a DC Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's pretty cool. And then I just yeah. remember it was just like... Like an oogle, ogling of her back in the first one. It's, that's weird, right? It's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there wasn't any of that weird thing in this one, yeah. which is good. Um, I'd say weird for now. Weird for back then. It was. It didn't. It was. It, it wasn't something that even crossed my mind. Yeah. 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 Of course, they sexualized this rabbit. You know, yeah. it's what they did back then. Right. Right. <laughs> now, I will say, my twelve-year-old son got up about thirty-five minutes into this film and walked out because. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, this is boring. And I'm like, just wait a minute. And that's when, you know, business kind of picked up for me. But yeah. um, my kids are uh, very young and they uh, would bounce around, bounce around through all the parts they thought were boring. Kind of lock in for maybe three to four minutes mm-hmm. in the parts that were like highly animated and entertaining. And then bounce around, bounce around when it got back to like the. Mm-hmm. Boring family plot stuff. Meanwhile, yeah. they sat all through Luca, so I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what what it is. <laughs> what's the formula? What's the, what's I don't, the I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. One one of the things that it it was just weird for me in this movie. Mm-hmm. Y- you know where it's going to go. Yeah. From the outset, you know that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's almost like I didn't care. Like, it was almost like one of those family movies, like the Mighty Ducks. You know the Mighty Ducks are going to win, right? Right. You know that. Right, right. Um, so, and you know that the person that's 
on the Mighty Ducks that's the bad guy is going to convert and come to the good guys. You know that is going to happen too. And that kind of happened with this. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. And I'm not mad at it for being what it is. Right. I think that we've so, gotten used to a lot of, or, or our family movies now are Marvel movies, right? Not necessarily. I, I think know. our family movie. I, I think our family movies have a higher degree of storytelling, right? Like, yeah. you know, our family movies that used to come out. You know, I'll take an example. Uh, it, Tim Allen in Jungle to Jungle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That that that's the that kind of family movie that would come out, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't know why Tim Allen movies are the ones that are popping in my head right now, but like, um, you know, back in the '90s or the early 2000s, you know, it, it, that's just kind of what it was. Whereas now we have things that actually have some depth to them. Um, you know, look at what Pixar's doing. Look at I mean, God, like I said, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yeah. What an insane movie it that really came was. out. It really was. And if that's the bar, year. this came nowhere near that. Exactly. Nowhere and that, near that's that. kind of, so So that's where my brain is rattling, right? Because, you know, normally if I'm not doing a podcast and I'm not reviewing stuff, I'm able to turn my brain off and have a good time watching this movie, which is what I did. You know, I did have a good time watching this movie. I enjoyed the references. I enjoyed, um, callbacks to the original movie mm-hmm. and you know the animation and the graphics and you know the looney tune antics and stuff like that so that part of my brain is like yeah great time had fun all i needed there's also a critical part of my brain that sees the the i you know it, this is a it was a giant commercial for wv products right, right? Like right, <laughs> and it was shameless. It, sees, it was like, no, this is uh, what we're doing. Very shameless. Yeah. The the and that the, almost made it okay for me. The very <laughs> cynical portion of me is like, man, this is really aggressively promoting WB. Not even the Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes are almost an afterthought to the other things that they're trying to sell in this movie. When Bugs Bunny's dynamite has literally the TNT logo printed on it. It's like, come on, <laughs> you know? I mean, we had Rick and Morty show up. Yeah. We had... Like, for a few seconds, they were there. And they had lines. And they had... They had it was actually really funny. Yeah. Like, it was a funny part. <laughs> um, you know, they go into the... Drogon the, was how many times? Three times? Four uh, times? So many Game of Thrones references. They yeah. could not throw enough Game of Thrones at you, no. right? They, they had to put it front and center. So yes. much of the movie was also so distracting because I wasn't even paying attention to what was happening, but yeah. looking for more WB references. Yeah. And also, you know, let's just put, I mean, let's be very, very honest about this thing. LeBron James is not a good actor. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He there is no is stretch. not. No, there is no stretch. Uh, there, there's even points where like he, they're like, LeBron's like, oh dang, and it's like, as a director, do you go to LeBron and you say, I need you to be a little more realistically surprised. Do what I'm doing with my face. Mm-hmm. Oh no, like j- do and that. It was like it was like like poses versus yeah. reactions. 
Yeah. Um, like, it's weird, right? So and there's staring. That. There was a lot of face yes. acting going on that didn't involve his yes. face. It was just now, staring. I also have to say, Michael Jordan was also not a great actor. <laughs> right. Right. The first but, Space Jam was objectively not a good movie. Neither is this one from a critical standpoint. Mm-hmm. But did I have fun with it? Did my family have fun with it? Yes, we did. There's also kind of a a a shameless kind of shill or sports thing to it. Lots of LeBron James logos and shoes. Kind of oh my it, it, gosh, the shoes. It's like a monument to LeBron James in this way as well. I don't well, feel like we got that in the first one. No, there was definitely like I mean, my goodness, there's a, a scene where there's literally we're walking through a sh- a shrine of Michael Jordan accomplishments. And then, you know, oh, his airness and blah, blah, blah. I mean, literally, it's Michael's secret stuff that, like, yeah. gets them back in the game. Like, it's 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 definitely a tribute, an offering of tribute to Michael Jordan, which I'm sure it was like. And then Michael Jordan I mean, I, shows up. Yeah. And he's like, hey. <laughs> oh wait 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 i'm sorry not that michael jordan right. michael, b. michael jordan, b jordan which i thought was great i, I thought was great but i was also i did i do admit oh, i scanned through yeah i i scanned through to the end to see if there was an after credit scene where the actual michael jordan set up because part of me part of me wants there to be a connection to the original right yeah so you know I not even that that's necessary because it but I I did the same exact thing. I knew there was going to be a post credit scene. I knew it and there wasn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess maybe this franchise is run off of there has to be a once in a generational basketball talent to justify there being another Space Jam movie apparently. Um but yeah, I mean, look, for me, this this movie gets a win for having the absolute audacity to include a Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze reference multiple oh times. Oh gosh. On like what a deep cut reference. Whoever approved that and made sure that was front and center for a good portion of the movie deserves lots of raises yeah. and lots of paychecks. Yeah. So uh, you know what had me? What? Batman the Animated Series. You mean Superman the Animated Superman Series? Superman the Animated Series, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Me. Yeah, excuse me. it was definitely <laughs> that Superman. Um, I mean, lots of Matrix reference. I think LeBron is a big Matrix fan. Because well, that, and that's what's coming this year. Sure, but like, the Matrix <laughs> has not been that relevant in no, that long, no. so... I think he maybe had a little bit of a say in it. This movie also had more of a family aspect than the first one, which I think lines up with LeBron because he's more of like a family type person. He's just, I, I would say Michael Jordan's a little more effortless, effortlessly cool, and LeBron is a lot more kind of generically corny. Mm. But, you know, that that's who he is. And it... He's willing to do more and look more silly and mm-hmm. and kind of put himself more out there. So, yeah, 
this is a this is a hard movie. This is probably one of the hardest movies I think we've had to review on this show. I think. I don't know. I I know where I am. I I need to know where you are. I'm Demolition Man. I think it deserves a rewatch. I think it was fun. I enjoyed it for the time that I had. What the hell's yeah. going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I think enough of me is able to turn my brain off. That's all I ask. If, if there's a movie like this and it's asking me to turn my brain off and just have a good time, I need it to successfully let me turn my brain off and have a good time. And in that degree, I think Space Jam let me do that. Uh... Also, a movie like Godzilla vs. Kong is able to let me turn my brain off and do that. I was not able to do that with like a Mortal Kombat. There was too much happening, and I was like, I- I'm not enjoying this because there are flaws in what I'm seeing and what's happening, and it's just overwhelming the story that they're trying to tell. Uh, this movie, I don't think it had that problem. It's not too long. It breezes right by. Had a good time. Mm. Mm. I will agree with you. Okay. The only, th- and I, I'm going to give it a Chris Hemsworth. Not a Chris Hemsworth. You mean a, a Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm going to give it a Liam Hemsworth. Uh, okay. And it's, all of your points are valid. Yeah. The only thing that continued to take me out of this movie was LeBron. I get that. I, you know, I told, I just, he has... <clears throat> he has more speaking lines, I think, in this than Michael Jordan did in the first space. Unnecessarily. Yeah. Let's let the, the Looney Tunes do their thing. I also believe he believes he's a better actor than he is. Mm. That's that that may be something there. Rewatch it and you'll that think there's a confidence. There. There's a confidence. In his that delivery that it shouldn't earned. be there. <laughs> Well, good, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that we both enjoyed our time with it. I just had a few more problems with LeBron, a few more yeah. UGG moments where I was just yeah. like, "I, man, why are these? Why is Zendaya out acting you right now, and you can't even see her? You know what I mean? Like why? Zendaya's an actress. Yeah, She's I get Dune. it. I get it. But LeBron's man, not it, showing up in Dune. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And Cheadle, he didn't have anything to do in this movie because of LeBron. That was another thing we haven't talked about. I mean, he was he was going hard at points, and then LeBron was like, "Whoa, whoa, my son!" Like that's just weird. Don Cheadle was going for it so so hard. I I think he felt like he had to carry this thing. Yeah, and of what he did. I feel bad in that respect, though, because honestly, the only thing that carries Space Jam is the Looney Tunes. Mm Just let the Looney Tunes do it. Mm-hmm. They did it in the first one. So I feel like they did enough to carry this one. Uh, there is definitely some moments of cringe with LeBron and Cheadle. I, I had some issues with some of what Cheadle was doing. He didn't have anything to do, man. Points. Give that dude a he break. He had too much to do. Then maybe that he was had it. too much to do. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Just Way too much. He just didn't have you anybody didn't to, this much to bounce off of. Like, there was nothing there. There was no. nothing. Honestly... His little CGI sidekick, that was all you needed. Yeah. You didn't need the whole Don Cheadle performance, really. Mm. And, and the stuff with LeBron's son and kind of how they worked that out, it was good. It was fine. I mean, it's fine. you know, it did what it needed to do. Yeah. It's fine. So, overall, Space Jam, good time, had fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Also, I think uh, on the internet there is a very large degree of LeBron hate. Oh yeah. Uh, or from multiple different arenas. Uh, I, I just have to mention, Skip Bayless has been hate-tweeting this movie uh, since, like, last Wednesday. Man, leave this. Uh, that, dude, that dude hates him some LeBron James. I'm, I'm not going to lie. My, my thing is, <laughs> and I don't want to come across like a LeBron hater because I'm not. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I know people who are, but I'm just not that. And I, that's not where I'm coming from. I literally, yeah. he just kind of phoned it in for me. Or maybe he was trying really hard. He was trying, dude. <laughs> there was a confidence. An unearned confidence. Yeah. I think because he yeah. thought he was in train wreck, he was like, I got this. <laughs> well, I liked it. And I, I guarantee I'll watch it again. Here's my question for you. So this movie yeah. was number one at the box office. Mm-hmm. Soundly trouncing Black Widow. What yeah. do you do with Space Jam now, if you're WB? Well, let's give it a little context here, right? So, it soundly trounced Black Widow, but... In the second week. In in the second week. Yeah. So, uh, and a lot has a, been... The, the same even success the Black Widow had in its first no. week. Yeah. Black, so... Black Widow has been seeing a lot of slack because, oh man, look at this huge fall off. There's so many factors that are affecting why Black Widow had such a significant drop. Namely, pandemic, Disney Plus, um, excuse me, and just, you know, kind of word of mouth being, I think word of mouth for it has been kind of like, oh, it's good, but it's not must see, Mm. right? Wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I I think that's just kind of the general feeling yeah. or word of mouth. For I get it. that. I think but, another thing affecting Black Widow for this week is if my brother bought it on Disney Plus, if he was one of those people that spent thirty bucks, I'm getting his login, or I'm having him add me to this yeah. profile, and I'm watching that this weekend because I didn't see it last weekend, and then that's you know you're just out that money. Yeah, but. I also want to say, like, the budget for Space Jam A New Legacy was $150 million. It made $30 million. Mm. In any other time, this movie is a critical flop, right? Yeah. But because it managed, and it was projected to make something like $20 million, it made $30 million. And it beat Black Widow, ended up being number one at the box office. That's great. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's really fantastic for it. Um, is it going to make back that budget? I mean, I hope the HBO Max numbers are good enough that it's going to, you know, see that success, but we really don't know. Man, do you remember when, way back in 2019, when a movie would come out of the weekend and you would see that it made $400 million? Is that just gone forever? It's not gone forever, but the business is changing, and this whole streaming thing is really going to impact it. In a big way. So, we're going to have to see. I mean, also, people are, are kind of still feeling out going back to the movie. So, we have to wait sure. and see how that pans out for the future, too. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think we've said our piece on that. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our final story for today. And that is a uh, full spoiler review for the series Loki. On Disney Plus. So this series just wrapped up last Wednesday. 
Uh, we both have had a chance to watch it and go through it. And, um, damn. Yeah. Let's go by episode. I mean, just, let's go by episode. So let's start with episode one. Episode one uh, is Glorious is Glorious Purpose? Purpose. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Um, this episode did such a fantastic job of bringing Loki's entire arc. Because we start off dealing with the Avengers Loki. This is the Loki that was still hell-bent on uh, taking over New York and becoming a king. Mm -hmm. And to bring his entire arc through Endgame within one episode, one 50-ish minute episode. um, I mean, phenomenal job. Credit to Hiddleston for kind of going through that entire range and, you know, playing Loki out of his element. The TVA is super weird. He has mm-hmm. great chemistry with Owen Wilson. Um, you know, the whole Miss, Miss Minutes thing. Uh, it was just, like, a lot of fun and a great intro episode, I think. Yeah. But what well, did you what think? Are, one of the biggest characters of this episode, yes, we've got Loki. Yes, we've got Mobius. Yes, we have Miss Minutes. But... The TVA as a bureaucratic organization was one of the dopest characters in the series. I mean, yeah. just in you, it's it was all really alien and familiar at the same time. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. The sorry if you guys hear explosions in the background. I don't. I think people are still setting off fireworks. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, funny. It, yes, I liked that that one guy just had infinity stones <laughs> just had on his desk for you know. We got a lot. I was of like, them. oh, I think that's what woke Loki up. Like, okay, these guys are not like we're not on their the same power level. is a different. Yeah, yeah, there's a different scale happening here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a really fun intro and a great first episode, and then we move on to. What's the next one? Episode two is The Variant. The Variant, yes. So we are, you know, Loki starts working with the TVA. Um, He. Owen Wilson. Can we we give this dude some love real quick? Yeah. On his first outing in the MCU? Because that, he is such a good character in Mobius right now. Yeah. Very relatable. Um, Kind of a detective, but in a fun way. Yeah. Um, and again, really great chemistry with Loki. Uh, you really kind of want him and pine for him to get his jet ski. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Didn't know where that was going, you know, at the beginning or what, what he was there for, why he was there. But, you know, as we progress, we'll, we'll talk more, but, uh, yeah. Gets to work with Loki now. Hunting down variants of Mm -hmm. Loki. Well, hunting down one layer variant in particular yeah. that happens to be another Loki. Mm-hmm. And I think we find out at the end of this episode. Yeah, the end of this episode, uh, the variant is um, a female Loki uh, played by Sophia DiMartino. And uh, I loved how they uh, found out that she's hiding in apocalypses mm-hmm. because apocalypses, they can do whatever they want. And it doesn't affect the the sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say that 
uh, it was in this episode I started getting very strong Kang vibes. Is that right? As far as as far as where this was going, yeah. Um, it, it was something about variants and stuff like that, and we'll discuss Kang a little bit more when we get to the end. But um, it was here that I started kind of picking up and thinking, okay, there's no way this doesn't end with Kang. And I'll tell you where where else I got it from too. It was in this episode where I think they more clearly stated the main judge's name was Ravana Renslayer, mm. who was like, is that where you picked Kang's, it up? Yeah. It, that she's straight up Kang's love interest in the comics. There's no hiding that. Like if it was supposed to be a secret, it was a very poorly kept one because Ravana Renslayer is straight up like tied to Kang, the conqueror in the comics. So um, I was very excited where things were going right here on episode two forward. Uh, and I would hope that we would get to see more variant Lokis, which we would find out also a little bit later. Yeah. So, so in episode three, Lamentus, this is yes. when he finds Sylvie, which is yes. the Loki variant. And, well, they he, he follows her uh, to wherever she is, and they end up kind of stranded and trying mm-hmm. to find their way on a train to a way off of the planet or something like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, this was a very interesting episode. What were your thoughts kind of on it? So weird, right? Uh, yeah. it, was, it was that this was one of the times where it felt like, well, we did get to see an alien world and it kind of was reminiscent of the uh, Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. like that whole feel, like that opulence, and yeah, you know, you see the the contrast there versus the like in Ragnarok, the whatever he was, whatever Goldblum was, versus the actual people on the street. You kind of saw that in this too. Like, there's definitely a class system going on. Yeah, we also get uh, shades of, or I'm sorry, not shades, but we get Loki's like great line, like. Love is a dagger, Oof. And, and some of that stuff. It was just like some really great stuff happening in this episode, and the visuals at the end of the episode. Holy crap! Like blowing lots of budget on this thing, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's where the most of it went. Was this episode? Oh, yeah. yeah, just oh, the yeah. just the planet falling apart and crashing into the the planet, or the moon falling apart and crashing into the planet they were on. That was great, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and it it de- that time did allow. For Loki and Sylvie to kind of back and forth. Connect. Yeah. 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 Oh, and that's where we learn this Loki variant's name is Sylvie. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe we learned in this episode how she was abducted by yeah. the TVA. That yeah. might have been this episode. Um, and it was an abduction. So, there, there was no... She didn't do anything at the time. She was just abducted right. from her timeline. Right. So, well, I would say... W- we don't know if there was anything. There, there might we be didn't, we didn't get in the a future, but yeah. where she was as a little girl, there was nothing weird there. Yeah, very from true. what we saw, very true. Yeah. So then we move on to episode four, which what was that one called? Uh, that was the Nexus event. You remember that one? That's when. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they retrieve uh, Sylvie and Loki. Uh, can we? And... Can we? Can we? Well, can we pause? Because this was a big episode for yes. Hunter B15. Yes. 
Wunmi Masaku. Yes, sir. Uh, just, here's what I thought they were going to reveal about her, and they never did. And maybe this is something they can address later, but um, I thought she was an abducted Dora. <laughs> I was really hoping that she was a a Dora Milaje. Um but they never showed us anything actually connected. It would be dope. Like, yeah, it, no wonder she's such a badass. You yeah. got a Dora Milaje uh kind of riding around. So the TVA. We'll, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. That's that's Just, interesting. Huh. Yeah, I was like, okay. yeah, I I would want to have a, a a former Dora on my uh on my timeline hit squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this one also so, let us see that the TVA was not what we thought. Yes, this is heavy Wizard of Oz vibes. We got the, <laughs> yeah, uh, sacred the the timekeepers uh, were revealed to be robots. And um, also, man, the emotional hit when Mobius got pruned. Dang. <laughs> I was not ready. I, I thought it was over. Yeah. I was like, really? Like, I, I like yeah. that so much from Owen Wilson. But then I knew it wasn't so bad because Loki also got pruned at the end of this episode. And mm-hmm. we were like, okay, well, obviously he's the title character. He's not gone. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we got our first post credit scene for the show. And that is where we are first introduced to the four <laughs> variant Lokis. Boastful Loki, Kid Loki, Classic Loki, and yes, Alligator Loki. Yes, man. I I was sitting there like, <laughs> what is happening? This is, uh, where, this is where this series goes from... Whatever it was to whatever it yeah. it finished as. That's that's yeah. where we are. Because yeah. so many things happened in those final two episodes. It's just kind of like, yes. what is what is going on? Where are yes. we right now? Yeah. And I can tell you, just seeing uh you know, alligator Loki and classic Loki, like seeing mm. Richard E. freaking Grant <laughs> dressed up. <laughs> In classic comic book Loki gear, I'm talking the the yellow or the green spandex with the yellow kind of like not stripes, but what is it like the triangle, the triangle like unit lapel thing, whatever <laughs> the, the the traditional the horn and the cape, bro, the ascent, and then I think we get into my favorite. Ep- well, I take that back. Not my favorite episode of the series debatably my favorite episode of the series. This is episode five, oh when they go God. to the Null universe, and you start seeing all, the other variant Lokis. Mm, and all of the things that are in this universe, or in this dimension, yes. just kind yes. of hanging out there. Yes. The, Marvel is wild. Do you know that? They are. There, ladies and gentlemen, there was a Thanos copter. <laughs> There was a yellow they helicopter take, they just, with the word Thanos on, on the, it on the in this Thanos. episode. Yeah. One of Thanos' first appearance in the comics, he shows up in a freaking helicopter. Explain. <laughs> like, I mean, not explain, Different but like... timeline. Holy crap. 
the the fact that we would even reference Thanos copter, and then shortly after that, we see Frog Thor in a little Frog jar, in the jar, trying to reach Mjolnir, buried into the earth, buried in a jar in the earth. I I I can't, I can't. The show is. It it, this might have been my favorite just because of the references, yeah. and then. They're in the bunker. Jeez. You know, Loki is realizing the flaws of the other Lokis. Kid Loki mentions casually that he killed Thor. Yeah, he killed Thor. Thor. <laughs> Stabbed him, probably. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, there was President Loki, like yeah. the really dastardly President Loki showing up and, and getting his hand bitten, bitten off, off by, by alligator Loki. <laughs> they are wild. Do you know they that? They are so crazy, yeah. Uh, this was wacky and goofy in all the best ways. It had death to it. Loki had some really heart-to-heart conversations with Sylvie. Mm-hmm. There was the epic sacrifice by Richard E. Grant's classic Loki. Oh, at the end it of this was episode. awesome. I had a freaking gigantic smile on my face. This The entire ending of this episode as like classic Loki is kind of shooting green laser beams from his hands. I I could not contain it. I was so happy. <laughs> and then we get to the final episode, yeah. which what was this episode called? Uh for <laughs> for all time always. For all time always. Yes, the 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 mantra of the TVA. <gasps> this oh, this is when God. it it crossed the threshold as well. And I know a lot of people didn't like this last episode because it didn't provide. I'll fight him. Yeah, so I got upset with a couple of my reviewers because they were like, oh, well, Loki, um, you know, Marvel does this sometimes. It's not telling a a complete story. It's more of a bridge than its own self-contained story. And I said, yeah, but we also found out at the end of this episode, Loki's getting a season two. So the story isn't done. I don't think you can say that about this show if the story's not done as a first season i think it did everything it's the same show the story is continuing it told you that now if the if the story ended here yes i would probably be upset because we didn't get a complete story but it's still going that's like going that's like watching the first season of game of thrones and then putting it rating it as a thumbs down because oh well they didn't tell a complete story it's like Mm. it has a lot more story to tell yeah you're not just going to uh, stop it at Ned getting his head chopped off and being like, well, that's the story, but it should have told us more. It's like, no, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Not fair. That's not fair. I didn't yeah. see that. No. It's not fair to Loki or the MCU. Yeah. Uh, this show is not a bridge. This the show is uh, explaining some background stuff before we get to some of the main events. Like a multiverse of madness, like whatever you know, next Avengers movie is coming. Um, but what we have to mention here is the major player shows up, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even mean that as a pun. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like that Kang, a version of Kang's, will be mm-hmm. affecting Phase Four. <clears throat> Greatly. Yes. Definitely greatly. And Jonathan Major. Whoa. Yeah. Jonathan Majors came in and 
Um, he delivered on this episode. Yeah. Jonathan Majors was revealed as he who remains, mm-hmm. the person at the end of the TVA, the person at the end of time, the end of time. that is right. directing the sacred timeline. And um, obviously, this is a version of Kang the Conqueror. But Kang the Conqueror, he Kang, Kang the Conqueror, he explained, is one of his variants. One of the variants he's trying to prevent from making it to the you know causing the devastation and and chaos that he eventually causes right Right. but he who remains is also not king the conqueror i saw a lot of reviewers saying oh this is king this is king this is king he's not Mm king if anything he's immortus who was a variant of king that was also um trying to prevent the actual king the conqueror from coming into existence so they never called him Immortus, but I would say this is the probably probably the closest we would get to Immortus. So I would and like to say he kind of explain that. Just like I'm the one that's yeah. here. This is this is where yeah. I am in the end of time. And if you yeah. remove me, yeah, it's on um, you. He was manic. He was controlled. He was uh, like. There was a level of unhinged and psychosis, but mm-hmm. also really deliberate actions and explanations. And he did so much when probably the script just said, guy sits behind desk and exposits for the next hour. Like, that's what he did, but he, he brought so much movement and so much energy. Mm-hmm. They said a lot of what he did and some of what he said was even improvised. Yeah, Like, he just thought of it on the spot. The stuff where he got up on the desk... That was all him. That's what I'm saying, man. This is this dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. And you could tell at the end when they did like the reveal of the Kang statue, like there's going to be a real menace behind his eventual full portrayal of Kang the Conqueror. And Mortis is a taste. So people that are upset, oh, this guy's too goofy and he's too crazy. No, it's this not isn't. What you're getting. This isn't the guy, like, this is the precursor to the guy that he is warning you about. Mm -hmm. He legit, at the end of his last line, he's warning you. He's like, seeing a little bit, wink. Like, this guy, Kang is going to be a completely different kind of problem from Thanos. And he's 100% the villain that I wanted the MCU to go into next. Doctor Doom, you can spend a lot more time setting up and getting ready for Doctor Doom, but Kang is where I wanted this thing to mm. go. So, overall, what ending. are your thoughts? Yes. You know how Loki is then transported back to the TVA once yes. Very uh, Planet Peter of the Apes is, is gone, and he sees the giant uh, statue of who he believes is he who remains, or whatever right. whatever he gave name he gave himself, and then... Right. He tries to talk to Mobius, and Mobius has no idea who he is. Yep. Love it. Very Planet of the Apes, yeah. like Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Like, oh? Yeah. Um, I, so if I'm, I, I love this series. Uh, I would give it a video game windscreen. Um, I would, of the three, I'd probably put this just behind WandaVision as my favorite. Um, I think WandaVision is still my favorite overall. 
But I think this series did a lot and was very fun. And I'm excited to see uh, what the second season's going to be. Me too. Now, did you see the connection between WandaVision and Loki? That, that I have not confirmed. Thing, or is that I have not confirmed the times, but mm. they're saying that if you start the final episode of Loki and the final episode of WandaVision together, that they sync up and the the time shift that the He Who Remains or Immortus experiences is uh, reflected with Wanda's change into the Scarlet Witch. I have not confirmed that yet. I have not synced up Mm -hmm. any times or anything. Um, The one that I saw kind of had like a weird edit in the middle. So I want it to uh, be true. I also want it to be true. (laughs) But at the same time, the shows were developed so far apart. I find it very difficult to believe that they actually... They actually would have planned that meticulously here. And I don't know if uh, Wanda specifically has uh, that connection because Kang, with the moment he was talking about is the moment where he stopped knowing that his life existed because he knew he was about to die. So I, it could be tied to Wanda. It could be tied to his own death. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to put that. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm not going to put that um, on anybody. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, For me, I I think this was probably my favorite. And I owe that a lot to the characters that uh, were in the series. Mm -hmm. But right up against WandaVision, because I just feel like that was such a wild ride. And this one was, too. Yeah, um, great characters in WandaVision, in, including Agnes and Vision's line about uh, what is grief uh, if not love persisting, love persevering, Good. persevering. Good yeah. Lord, that still gets me. And yeah. uh, so I think they're they're really even for me, but yeah. maybe edged out just a little bit uh, with Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I mean I'm definitely video game windscreen for me. Definitely. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, I think we landed on the same page for that. Uh, Guys, let us know what you think uh, of the series Loki or Space Jam or anything else that we talked about on the show today. Transformers. But uh, Transformers War for Cybertron, that's Steve's alley, so you can feel free to hit him up for everything you need. That's everyone's alley. I mean, sure, it's everyone's alley, (laughs) but like, you're the go-to guy for Star Wars and Transformers, all right? (laughs) <laughs> understood <laughs> all right so guys uh thank you again for listening uh you can find us on all the major streaming platforms of course yeah. however you're listening to us too and be sure to like rate and subscribe however you're listening to us um and make sure you get those uh wonderful updates and make sure that you're also following us on our pages we have a facebook page we have uh, a page on podbean if you want to come and find us there we have a twitter account uh, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram? <laughs> Instagram at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at LT the Fifth. Yeah. That's at L T T H A F I F T H. 
And you can find uh, the Nerd Smash Talkcast. You can actually email us at nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. If you have any questions or any topics you want us to discuss on the show, just hit us up on the email or any one of those social media pages, and we will look it over and consider it. Yeah, man. But uh, overall, that is fun our week, show. dude. Like I said, definitely a fun week. <laughs> uh, and we are going to we're gonna talk, talk to y'all about Masters of the Universe next week. The Juggernaut yeah, that is Masters that. of the Universe Revelation. Juggernaut is not in Masters of the Revelation. <laughs> Just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, we will talk to you later. Holla 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 holla. Holla 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 holla. <laughs> I'm gonna use that one now. <laughs> hop, hop.